Good morning. I'm Steve Gilbert along with Josh Betancourt. We are the co-hosts of the Inch by Inch, the home comfort show presented to you by Peter Inch and Associates, heating and air conditioning. We want to thank you for listening today and we hope you'll listen every Saturday morning from 9 to 10 as we provide you, our listeners, with some information about your heating, air conditioning, and maybe a little, maybe a lot about uh, curling, especially this weekend. Uh, but most important, we'd love to answer your questions, so please send them to inchbyinch at peterinch.ca. We'll answer them on next Saturday's show. Uh, we are also the 2023 Consumer's Choice Award winner. And uh, this is uh, this this show is actually being uh, taped uh, previously, but anyway, the briar's on right now, so that's why, Josh, you're sitting here and Peter is not. How are you? Good, Steve. How are you? Great. So, uh, Welcome. Thank you. You were here. You were here with us last week. I was back to back episodes for me. Right, and so now you're now it's old hat. (laughs) (laughs) You all set? Sure am. Okay, so um, Briar's on, right? Briar's finally here. You excited? I'm. Yeah, I. I, You know, I mean, being the avid curler I am, I'm pretty pumped about it being on. yeah. Yeah, I know Peter's pretty excited. Yeah, he is. He's um. He's. He's uh, been. I mean, we've been ga- we've been granted a reprieve because he's not at the office now because he's down at the Budweiser Gardens all the time. So you know, it's it's kind of nice, right? Yeah, it's a little quiet in the office without him. Yeah. So just letting our listeners know, if you want to get to the Briar, the games are on. Uh, you they, they just do walk ups. You can go right to the Bud, uh, right to the box office, and you can buy your tickets and you can get in and you can see, uh, you can see the games. So. Um, just want to tell people that tickets are still available. Um, they did do a great job selling them, so please, you know, get there, get to the bud, and uh, and then, of course, then there's always the patch after the bud. So when the game's over, don't go home. Just jump on that bus and go over to the RBC place where the patch is, and the patch is just a big uh, place for entertainment. So that's the bar and music, live music, and all kinds of stuff going on over there. So. That's where you're going, aren't you? Yeah, I'm excited. I mean, I can advocate. I'm not much of a curling fan, but I'm excited to go down and watch some games. It is it is quite fun, especially in person, to yeah. uh, to enjoy and some company and go down on the patch after the game. Yeah, so it'll be fun, and then you just you'll get to meet a whole lot more people down there too, because you know curlers are that way. Um, so also just to bring people up to date, 695 people following us on Facebook. I think I don't know when the last time that was updated, but I I probably should have looked that up before we got on the air because Peter always keeps that on record. Um, but just to uh, let you know um, about the Briar. So it was kind of interesting. Um, we've been doing ticket giveaways, right? We have been. Yep, Vanessa's been posting them at the end of the day, every single day. Um, just a little question on Facebook. People, their response in the comments, your name gets entered to win some tickets, and she does the draw live, and it, again, it's posted at the end of the day. Right, so we've had all kinds of questions. Um, how many teams are in the Briar? Who is the skip on Team Canada? What does the party place called at, the, at this year at the Briar? That kind of stuff, right? Yep. Yeah, it's been going well. And what was the last one? I I don't know off the top of my head, to be honest with you. I'll tell you what the last one is. All right. <laughs> so the last chance you had to win tickets was, who's the better curler, Ooh. Peter or Steve? Well. And we've, I, had a variety of, we've had a variety of responses, so it's been good. 
See, the thing with Peter is he he uses that little push stick. He, he can't uses get, that stick, yes. He can't get yeah. down like he used to get down. So I don't know if that gives you an advantage or not. Well, it gives him an advantage on hits, that's for certain. I mean, okay. he can now he can he never could throw a hit as hard as he throws oh, one now. Well. But yeah, <laughs> but he can throw one like Mach two, and I can't. But that's fine. I mean, but the his the finesse shot's kind of gone. So. Mm. Yeah. Wait till he sees you at the patch and he hears this. Oh yeah, it's it's fine. It's fine. People have already said it on people already said it on the uh, on Facebook anyway. But the interesting thing is, you really find out who your friends are. So some people who I thought were my friends clearly are not. Well, <laughs> they may not tell you you're bad at curling, but they'll write it in a Facebook comment, right? Oh really? Okay. I, I yeah, I guess. I guess. Just can't say it to your face. We'll just say it behind your back. How's that? I'll tell you what. My name would never be on there for a good curler. So. Oh. I mean, you've tried. You've tried the sport. Yeah, it's very fun to play. I, I, it is. Yeah. Uh, well, anyways, that's all good, and we thank those people for participating in our contest. Uh, just get tickets to the Briar, and we hope you're having a good time. So, of course, yep. And if you're not following us, Peter Inch and Associates on Facebook, follow us. We're doing giveaways, um, important HVAC tips, and, and news, and some pictures. Um, so we're always posting content on there. So it's good to give us a follow if you're not following quite yet. Yeah, and then we also, speaking of that, because we also get people who uh, ask us questions online and on Facebook on our social media account, which is great. So yep. uh, one came in uh, with a picture of uh, what was, it was an electronic air cleaner cell. Yep. And they didn't know what it was. And so, and it's filthy dirty, but they just purchased the house and this was in here. So yep. maybe you a little talk, you know, I know you're, Electronic air cleaners a little bit before your time. You know what they are. They, uh, you don't <laughs> see them too often, but they are still around. Yes. yes. Um, so, I mean, it's a two, I, I don't know, I guess, two filter system. You would have your, your main core and you do have a pre-filter. Um, a lot of the time people pull it out where your normal traditional filter would be, and that's, I guess, your core, um, but a lot of people miss the pre-filter um, and that little does. screen, the little screen thing before the filter, yeah. Yes, yeah. yes. My terminology might be a little different than yours. That's okay. And then that screen, that mesh screen, gets plugged up pretty easy. It, right? it does, yeah. yeah. And it, it, that's what I would say gets missed quite often. Uh, yeah. If I do have a no heat furnace is getting too warm, and I see one of those EAC electronic air cleaners, uh, you know, I'd say nine times out of ten, it's that that pre pre filter or screen that is plugged yeah. solid. So there are, you know, there, there are ways of cleaning those. Um, like nowadays, like, like, like the electronic air cleaner really has kind of come and gone. Um, it really doesn't, it's not really in our place of, you know, we, we, there are still those units out there, but that's not our mainstay in filtration these days. We deal with media filters mostly. Yep. And people have to be careful because you can't really put a media filter in electronic air cleaner unless you do a couple things yeah you want to disconnect the electrical for sure you don't want to have live electricity around uh cardboard or paper (laughs) yeah especially if you know something happens and you have some water or humidifier leaks and you know it gets wet that's uh it's no good either yeah so you really have to be careful of that so just keep that in mind if you're if you're making that switch because we want to make sure that you're going to be safe um and then the other thing because the paper the paper's a no-brainer. Like, it never misses a beat. It starts filtering really, really well right off the bat. Mm-hmm. So we're electronic air cleaners. They call it loading as they get dirty. But as it loads, it actually, its ability to capture particles lessens. Yeah. Yeah. So important to keep them clean. Um, you know, you should, they, they really say you should be cleaning those things monthly. Um, yep. And so it, and not always easy to do, right? 
It's a little challenging. Once you know how to do it, you know how to do it. But if you open up for the first time, it looks very intimidating. But it's yeah. not that bad once you try it. Yeah. So just keep that in mind. I mean, it, you'll you'll identify it because it it looks it's a it's a thicker filter on the beside the furnace. Typically, it'll have a they typically have a little light on them, a performance light, or they'll have a switch. Then you know it's electronic air cleaner, um, and you just have to be careful because. If there's a static buildup and you just pull the door open it, without taking the static away, sometimes you'll get a shock from them. So I know Honeywell had a little red button, a grounding button on the bottom of them. So when you turn the power off, you push that grounding button, it takes the static away so you don't get shocked when you open the door. Yep. So just keep that in mind if those, but you can convert them to paper safely, um, but it involves removing some electricity. So we can do that for you uh, on a service call mm-hmm. um, if you feel a little intimidated with that itself, right? Of course, yep. And again, our Facebook is a great way to reach out. Uh, obviously, the phone is best, but like I said, people will message in some pictures and are looking for help that way too. So that's always useful to, to contact us there. Yeah, awesome. So we're going to take a break. So you're listening to the Inch by Inch, the home coverage show presented by Peter Inch and Associates Heating and Air Conditioning. Um, and uh, when we're not in the air, you can reach us at 226-499-3752 or always at peterinch.ca. And uh, we will be right back. Welcome back to the Inch by Inch, the home comfort show presented by Peter Inch and Associates Heating and Air Conditioning. Um, you can, I'm here, uh, Steve Gilbert here with Josh Betancourt. Hey, Josh. Steve, how are you? I'm great. Anyways, um, we're here because Peter's at the Briar playing hooky and uh, hasn't been away <laughs> for all week. And um, we had a little party celebration in his absence um, right yeah i took over his office i'm getting used to the chairs. <laughs> right so you're getting the chair uh, it's pretty comfy uh, the, steve the chair is comfy you look yeah. you look pretty comfortable back well, there. well you're actually. lucky i'm here that that chair was hard to get out of <laughs> i think uh when i call peter during the day he doesn't answer he might be having a nap that's it how could comfy be the right chair that's is. how comfortable the chair is <laughs> yeah that is one comfy chair i mean i tell you what after the we're done Filming the radio or uh, recording the radio, you're welcome to have a seat. Am I? I don't sure. know. I, I may. I'm going to stay out of the chair. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm. You know. I'm pretty used to my car. Oh. So because that's where I spend all my time going back and yeah, forth. Yeah. The spaceship. Yeah. Yes. The spaceship. <laughs> yeah, anybody who anybody who drives a Toyota Rav4 hybrid, I understand what we talk about when we talk about the spaceship. But yes, I uh, just want to let people know the phone lines. Uh, you t- you can reach us. So we're looking always looking for questions from you, so that uh, Josh and I, or Peter and I, or whoever is on the show, can answer those questions for you. And our office number two two six four nine nine three seven five two. We're always online at peterunch.ca. So send us some questions, and we can answer. We did in the um, in the mailbag. People were we were talking about gas fireplaces. So people always, you know, when you walk into a house, I, I'm. When I walk in the house, I'm always looking at things, and I always, you always turn your eye to someone's gas fireplace. Mm-hmm. And the first thing you usually see is? Oh, you'll see, well, you might see some dirty glass, Steve. You might see some dirty, milky, white, uh, powdery glass. And and sometimes it gets so bad. And let's, I'll, I'll give all the customers out there a break because it just, it happens gradually over time, and you mm-hmm. just don't see it happening. And then... Until someone comes in and points it out, says, "I, you really can't see your fireplace because of the glass is so dirty on the inside, right?" Yeah, you know it's funny. I'll, I'll go through a, a fireplace maintenance. I'll do all the safety checks to make sure everything's working okay. But um, you know, the 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 one compliment I always get is, "Wow, that looks so clean." Right. I can see the flame now. Yeah. So it's, it's like amazing. that's the one thing that you know customers care about. And 
rightfully so. It's a visual thing that, uh, and it makes the room stand out as well. It really does. Like they yep. when they're when they're clean and they're looking good, and you've redone the embers and they're. And, yep. and the flame looks, it's almost like it looks brand new again, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, fireplace, it's, you want to make it safe, make it work right. But at the end of the day, they care about how it looks the most. So. Yes, it's all about the flame. Yes. And so that, that, that residue, just it, like you can't stop it from happening, right? Nope. It, it's no. going to happen. Yeah, and again, like you said, it happens gradually over time. And again, you know, more often, the more often you use your fireplace, uh, the sooner that glass is going to get dirty. Right. So, uh, the more you use the fireplace, the more often your glass should be cleaned. Right. And so that's a little milky white that happens on the inside of the glass, and then it just starts to impair the vision of the fireplace itself. So then we, we just, when we do a maintenance, we we clean that so that it looks like new again, right? So that's yep. cleaned. Yep. And we just mentioned, so a lot of customers say, well, that looks pretty easy. Can I do that myself? And But we don't use Windex on that glass, do we? No, we actually, uh, well, you never want to use Windex. Okay. Um, we actually use a stovetop cleaner. It works wonders. So it's a porcelain, like yep. the, the porcelain cleaner? Exactly. Right, yep. so it's like a pasty wax stuff, right? It is. Yeah, it's got a weird texture to it. Um, but you know what? You don't need very much, and it works wonders. And Because you don't, like the Windex will do something to the glass? Is that the, is there, is there um, a chemical reaction? Like what's there, going on? There can be, yeah, some of that Windex is, is flammable. You know, okay. it can be flammable, so you don't want to use that. Okay. Um, you know, even, you know, the fireplace glass is different than your window glass. You know, your window glass isn't exposed to heat and flame like your fireplace would be, so you definitely yes. don't want to use something like Windex. Okay. So that's one thing. So we do that on a routine maintenance. Also, there's those little uh, burning ember things. We replenish those on a fireplace maintenance? Um, if they are totally burnt out, we can order some more. We don't stock them on the truck, but I will take them off every time. Um, take a look at your burner box or heat exchanger, depends uh, terminology, uh, and reposition them so that if okay. they do get moved, um, you know, it still looks them. nice. Exactly. Okay. Now, white white powder on the glass is different than black yep. sooty stuff on the inside of the fireplace, right? Yeah. If your fireplace glass is black, you definitely want to call because that's that's a carbon and that that's a bad sign. For that's the a fireplace. fireplace killer, right? It is. That's telling me some some major is going on. Yeah. So sometimes that happens. Um, people don't realize the flame may look like it's burning into the log, mm-hmm. but it's not. Like it's it it might be be licking the edge, and it's really close. But yeah, like those flames shouldn't burn right into those logs, right? No. So they're engineered so that the flame is as close to the log as possible, but not actually directly burning off the log. Um, you know, I'll give it to the engineers. They they do quite a wonders. They, it's a good job how they make them look. Yeah. But the the flame should never hit that log, um, and cause flame impingement. Uh, right. If if there is, then there's a major issue going on. And then that's typically where you start to get sooting or black carbon build up on that. Right? Yeah, yeah. A lot of times, you know, if not just customers, if maybe another contractor or or somebody works on the fireplace and they're not quite sure how the logs go back in. Um, and they just put them in however, you know, t- to make them look nice, that's when flame impingement can happen, um, and you're actually, you know, causing issues with the fireplace because it's not burning correctly. Right, and that people don't understand that black, black, black carbon not only goes all over the inside of the fireplace, it starts to affect the venting of the fireplace. The venting, yeah. And we can't clean that. No, the vent would have to be replaced. Yeah, it has to be replaced. Yep. So because... Once there's carbon introduced to a system, it's almost impossible to get rid of it. So there's carbon buildup all the time after that. Yeah, yeah, it is very hard to clean as well. It's it's you're better off just to replace that venting at that right. point. And so, 
hence when it comes to fireplaces and not just fireplaces but all all gas burning appliances mm-hmm. the original manual to those is critical correct it is yes because in the fireplace manual, it has exact placement for those logs to be. Placement, lots of other useful information as well. But for the homeowner, yes. A glass cleaning instructions, how to remove the glass, and log placement as well. Right. Because as you say, if, if the log's not positioned in the proper position, mm-hmm. hence flame impingement can happen, and then you can cause other issues with your fireplace. Exactly. Yep. Yeah, cool. All right. Well, people know a whole lot more about fireplaces. They do. And we do those, we, we always are happy to do fireplace maintenances on all products, correct? Of course, yep. Furnaces, air conditioners, heat pumps, fireplaces, we do it all. Awesome. Um, the only other thing I'll tell you, Steve, about fireplaces is um, they do want to be checked, um, especially when pilots are turned off for the summertime. Spiders like to get in there. Okay. Like, a, like to web up, cause some webbing in the pilot assembly. Yep. Um, and that can cause some flame impingement there as well and cause the flame not to burn correctly. So, and if that flame's not lighting properly, it's, yeah, it just causes issues. So, yeah. and then that's just newer. So we found out just recently that, um, on a gas saving measure, yep. fireplaces for the past few years, if, if they haven't been turned on, if the pilot's been burning for seven days, but the burner hasn't been ignited. So the fireplace has been turned on that, that pilot will actually shut down. Yeah. The pilot will shut down. And that's yeah. a cost, that's a fuel cost saving method. Fuel and in emissions as well. Right. Right. Yeah. So before, people would just leave their pilots going all the time. We would tell people leave their pilots going mm-hmm. all the time. Yep. Uh, but that's changed now. And so now now most fireplaces are electronic ignition, like a spark ignition. Yep. But there's these other ones that have pilots. But as you say, if they're sitting idle for too long, uh, I think, what is it, seven days? Yeah, the standing pilot's seven days, and uh, they'll, they gotta, they'll turn themselves off. Right. So your fireplace isn't broken because uh, you'll think, well, the pilot's not working anymore and you'll have us come out. But it's just if it's a newer model uh, and, and you haven't turned the fireplace on for any reason after seven days, it just shuts down. Exactly. And again, that's in the user information, uh, right. the user manual. So the customer can always refer to that too to see if their fireplace has that, uh, that feature. Well, it's kind of interesting because when this first happened, uh, you know, if, if we don't catch it and we're sitting there wondering, why is this pilot not, it keeps <laughs> yeah. on dropping out, what's going on? Yep. I mean, it puts us into a bit of a tailspin too. So it, the manual is really important for us. Of course, yeah. <laughs> you don't want those phone calls every single week, every seven days, what's going on? Yeah, it's going, my fireplace is out again. You guys were just out here. Well, yep. Yeah, yeah. That's that's a nor- normal behavior for that fireplace. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah, any questions about fireplaces, you can you can send them to the website, uh, info at peterinch.ca. Uh, you can call us. You can have one of our technicians come out and do the maintenance and explain your fireplace to you. Um, keep in mind that uh, fireplaces do have a life expectancy, and, um, you know, they can be they can be tagged as well just like furnaces and so always if you've got a gas burning appliance in your home the the importance of a carbon monoxide detector always oh, right? of course and, and with fireplaces battery backup as well right yes yeah very important so uh, because part of our check is to check the venting to make sure that that fireplace is exhausting properly mm-hmm. as well as you also check the door seal as well to make sure that there's no no uh flu gases escaping from around the gasket correct yeah yeah that, that would be like you know running your furnace with the exhaust off right um you know again and it goes back to cleaning the glass and in the user manual or, or uh, the book there but there's typically a seal around that glass and there's a certain way to put that glass back on so it creates 
a seal right so that there's no flu escaping from the fireplace right so it's very important that that is put on correctly so you guys you guys just test that you've got a sniffer i think he's what you use right yeah. on that and just yeah. to make sure that the seal's correct of course yep cool so, hence another tool you carry as a technician i i don't have enough <laughs> hands steve <laughs> Anyways, we are off for another break, but thank you. You're listening to the Inch by Inch, the home comfort show presented by Peter Inch and Associates Heating and Air Conditioning. When we're not on the air, you can always reach us at 226-499-3752 or always online at peterinch.ca. And we will be right back. Welcome back to the Inch by Inch, the home comfort show presented by Peter Inch and Associates Heating and Air Conditioning. My name is Steve Gilbert. I'm the host along with josh betancourt oh that's quite the intro steve thanks Thank man you. i'm trying out for a different radio <laughs> position but i probably won't get it yeah. anyway i was going to try to be a, an announcer for curling oh were you <laughs> i love to hear that you want to practice no i don't okay. think i would be any good but yes <laughs> okay. or just the or just the play-by-play hockey people i don't know how Stubbsy does it right but i don't i couldn't do it it's amazing I mean, you get to know all the players and everything, but I mean, they just—they're way ahead of the game, and it just—it—it—I'm just gobsmacked well, by it all. Yeah. The game moves so fast now; your mouth has to be even faster. It's incredible. Right? I could probably do baseball, right? Because <laughs> yeah. baseball is—you know—it's—it's it's good. I mean, it's—it's it's a nice pace. Yeah, yeah. It gives you time to think about what you want to say. It's up, up. Get out of here, ball. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, Peter's at the Briar, and uh, that's why you and I are here, right? Yeah. yeah, yep. And 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 he's going to be away for a whole other week. Two weeks. Two weeks. Two weeks. I yeah. Believe. Two weeks. Yeah. Well, I'm going to be away for a week too. Ah, uh, well, you'll be back to film the radio, won't you? I don't. I don't think so. No, oh. that's yeah. Someone else is going to. It's like you're going to be doing this with somebody else, oh. man. Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> you'll improvise. Maybe you can get. You know, maybe you can get Dancing Queen Brandon Baldwin back here to, to be on the radio oh, with you. Oh, maybe, yeah. Right? He, uh, he's in Costa Rica right now enjoying his holiday, and he, he seems to like the song Dancing Queen right? quite a bit. Yeah, so. he's been, he, his, his wife, Holly, uh, is sharing lots of Instagram information, and, uh, yeah, we got to see Brandon doing a lovely dance oh. on a, a, yeah. They always say you learn something new every day, and I learned that Brandon can dance, so... <laughs> Yeah, he really had a nice kind of flowing motion about himself. Yeah, maybe I'll bring him on the radio and talk about his dance moves. I think that would be perfect. You don't have to tell him; just say, "Hey, Baldwin, you're here on the radio," and then you can just start asking the questions and just watch his face go blank, right? Yep. And just say, "By the way, while you're on the air, Brandon, we can't have any dead air." Okay. Yep. Yeah, it's got to be. Yeah, answer my questions. Yeah. Anyway, so that'll be kind of cool. I'll look forward to that. I'll actually, wherever I am, I will listen to that episode just so I can have yeah. a good laugh, well, right? Maybe before he speaks, I'll get the uh, the intro music, Dancing Queen, right? going. Maybe I'll clue in. <laughs> Who knows? I think that would be cool. That's right. Yeah. Just just say, hey, Brandon, me, I, I, there's a song I just want to play for you. I don't know if you ever heard it before. And just kind of just put it on your phone and just let it go, right? Yep. Just, see, just see what he does. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, that's awesome. We know we got that one planned out for the upcoming event. Anyway, so um, what's new with us? We had a couple of questions. Mm-hmm. One was um, somebody made, or it was on a statement on social media, but someone said that heat pumps don't work in our climate. What do you think of that statement? Um, maybe back in the day they didn't work in our climate as well as they do now, um, but the heat, pe- heat pump technology has advanced so much, um, you know, you can get Mitzi hyperheats that go down to 
to minus 35, I believe. Minus, I see minus 30. Minus I, from, 30? From what I understand, but yes, I haven't tried them below that, but yeah, we don't really, our weather doesn't get below that, but no. yeah, and you're still getting lots of heat out of that unit, right? Oh, it's an incredible unit. Yeah. Incredible, yep. Yes, we we put a few of those in for customers. Actually, they it's kind of interesting. They they we went in, and uh, you know they're concerned about the environment. Um, they like the idea that they can get some rebates. Mm-hmm. Um, they understand that their gas bill has been climbing and climbing and climbing because of carbon tax, and so uh, they asked what they can do about it. And they needed to upgrade their equipment anyway. So we talked about they, the buzzword these days is electrification. So mm-hmm. uh, coming off natural gas and going to electric. So. We put an all-electric heat pump system in for them, and uh, which is a big change from from natural gas. But yeah, and so far they've been loving it. Yeah, no, uh, nothing but uh, good things to, to say about the equipment, which is is really good to hear. Yeah, and and it's uh, it's interesting to work on. I mean, it's very detailed equipment, and um, but it's from what I understand from you guys, the installers and the technicians, is that it's. Everything is done in a step-by-step fashion with Mitsubishi. Yes. Uh, so they make sure that all the I's are dotted and the T's are crossed so that when the, you turn the product on for the first time, everything's working. Yeah, they are really good from uh, you know initial purchase of the equipment to installing the equipment, and then after it's installed, commission the equipment. Um, they got a support team that's there and ready to answer any questions yeah. and are there in the commissioning process. Right. Um, so... I mean, you're getting incredible service from, yeah. from them. And so if you didn't go all electric, then we also have something called hybrid heating that we talk about quite a bit uh, uh, in this with this this company on Peter Rich and Associates. So, mm-hmm. And what's, what's hybrid heating? Hybrid heating is um, you're actually heating with your heat pump, um, and then you do have a backup source of heat, whether it be propane uh, or natural gas or even electric. Right. Um, the heat as a secondary heat source right so the hybrid we've been using and we have carrier systems these days and yep. we're using a um, carrier gas furnace high efficiency and matching it up yep. with a outdoor cold climate heat pump yep and uh, the heat pumps uh, i think we have them set to about minus 15 c i think yeah about minus 15 um is where your efficiency curve sort of goes down right and so that's yeah so that's that's our in. heat pump so the, it's the main heat is it it is it would be your main source of heat. And then second stage then is the gas furnace. Yes, your backup heat would be your gas furnace. Right. So if the heat pump's just not bringing it on, like if it's not creating enough heat for you, then the, the gas furnace is just going to turn on for you. Yeah, there's a couple scenarios. I mean, when it gets really, really cold um, and the heat pump, if, if the heat pump can't keep up, it's just going to say, hey, gas furnace, I need some help, turn on. Right. Right. But uh, yeah, I mean... When we're sitting, like I mean, with the weather or the winter we've had, not being too cold, the heat pump was was perfect. Right, the heat pumps have really been yeah. been knocking it out of the park these days. Oh, right, of course. And people are just you know people because um, they're understanding that their hydro bill is going to go up, but yeah. then their gas bill is going down. So it is. Yeah. There's there, there's a trade off there, and as carbon tax is increasing and your gas bill. Because we're certainly paying more for natural gas and heating your homes than mm-hmm. we were a year ago, uh, that's continuing to climb. This will, I'm, I'm not. This should just kind of insulate you from your energy bill getting out of control. Yep, yeah. and, and we don't know what the future is going to hold. And we and do we've, not. We've had some customers remove their their natural gas completely. Yes, so no natural gas in the house whatsoever. No, nope. yes. all electric. Yeah, and so and and they've they've really they've fully committed so they're talking solar panels 
electrical charging, you know, uh, electric hybrid heat pump, water heater, uh, all in on electricity, right? Yep. Yeah. And it's quite the transition phase, but uh, I mean, nothing but nothing but good things to say about the equipment and how it runs and how efficient everything is and comfort level as well. Yes, because you know now that we've we've start we're on this electrification journey, um, it's different for you technicians now. Mm-hmm. So now instead of carrying a manometer in, you're what are you carrying in these days? Multimeters. Multimeters. So you're checking tools. current. You're checking uh, superheat. Um, yep. On on the refrigeration yep. lines, you're there's a lot to learn with those electric heat pump water heaters. Uh, yeah. So right, there's lot, there's lots of changes in the marketplace. A lot today. of controls in them now. A lot know, of controls. A lot of controls. Um, you know. A lot, a lot of, of self diagnostics. Uh, yes, um, very informative manuals and a lot of checks, precise checks to do. Yeah. Um, but they are, I mean, the equipment is incredible. Yeah. And we leave those manuals right in the furnace room, right? So we do. Yep. Cause that's, I mean, it's, it's some customers take them up cause they read them and put them in a drawer, but we really need them by the equipment, right? Of course. Yeah. And it's, I mean, if, if I'm at your home and I'm reading the manual, don't be alarmed. I know what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's always good to reference the manual, especially cause every equipment, you know, every piece of equipment is different. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. um, you know, looking at specifics of what the manufacturer says for your equipment is literally the best thing you can do. Um, as opposed to a one shoe fits all type thing. Right. Yeah. Cause Mitsubishi tolerances are certainly different than carriers tolerances, which are different from any other manufacturer's tolerances. Right. So, yeah. Yep. So it's important. You have, you have to have that book to reference that information just perform your maintenance correctly right exactly maintenance service installation so right yeah very important piece of literature (laughs) so the technicians can't stress it enough customers make sure the manuals are by the equipment just so they can reference them but yeah we have to have another break so you're listening to the inch by inch the home coverage show presented by peter and associates heating and air conditioning when we're not in the radio you can reach us at 226-499-3752 or always at peterinch.ca and we will be right back. Welcome back to the Inch by Inch, the Home Comfort Show, presented by Peter Inch and Associates Heating and Air Conditioning. My name is Steve Gilbert. I'm along in studio with Mr. Josh Betancourt. It's better every time, Steve. <laughs> Anyways, uh, Josh and I are here because Peter is playing hooky at the Briar. Um, so we used to make fun. Um, we used to just say, so there's never a deal better to be had than while Peter's away. So... You know, good time to call and try to, you know, upgrade your system or have a have one of our associates out or anything just to kind of, you know, beat up on us and because uh, he can't be reached, we can't just say, you know, like, we just have to make this decision on our own if if this is the best price we can give you. So, in awesome deals going out the door now here at Peter and Associates. <laughs> Don't miss the chance to capture one of those deals. Just just make sure you just say. Peter's hooky at the briar, and we'll find something we can do for you. That's right. His phone's off. It, it is. Right? I don't even know if he has it on him. It, he doesn't. I mean, it's you, you can't contact him. It's great. It's great. And we've got it for another couple of weeks, people. So we do. don't miss this opportunity. Jump on that phone and give us a call. Anyways, um, we were talking about heat pumps, and, and I won't belabor the point, but heat pumps, heat pumps, heat, heat pumps. But uh, some people, heat pumps... Um, work differently than their 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 great air conditioner, but the, but they cool in the summer, they heat in the winter. 
but they get frosty. Um, they, they get frost built up on the outside of them. And then they get so much frost built up on the outside of them that they, they can't p- perform their duty. They can't switch heat anymore. They can't absorb any more heat. So mm-hmm. they go into something called defrost, like your refrigerator does. Yeah. Now, when that happens, sometimes people may feel a temperature change coming out of the register. They may. Um, as the unit goes into defrost, uh, what it's doing, it's taking that hot gas that it was bringing into your home, and it's now using that outside at what we call your condenser, or what someone would call their heat pump, and it's using that gas to defrost all the ice that's built up on the coil. Right, and that that coil that that frost just drops onto it the ground. Just correct? melts. Just melts. Just melts. Yeah. yeah. So keep that in mind that when that happens. Um, so some customers, because the fan on your furnace is probably still going, right? It does go. It runs at a lower speed, um, but it is still running. And what unfortunately, what can't happen is because that system's running, that fan system's not going to shut off. No. It's going to continue to run. It so is going to run. There is going to be, it, 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 I guess the, the downfall is if that's blowing right on you, I mean, that's not ideal. Um, because when it goes into defrost, you will notice a temperature change. Yeah, it wouldn't be cold air. It would be more drafty air than anything. Right. But yeah, as it more gets of colder a draft outside, feeling, uh, it, does, it feels a little uncomfortable. And sometimes also, sometimes you'll hear a different sound when that, when that heat pump goes into, into defrost because there's a valve in there which is changing the direction of, of refrigerant flow. So uh, it could... You, you might notice a different sound that you've never heard before because if you had an air conditioner, it would never make that sound. But you may notice something going on, which is a different sound as well, correct? Yep. yep. Yeah. It's just uh, educating the customer that uh, if they hear a, a, a loud hissing sound, that yes. that's normal. Right. And if they see steam when it gets really cold, see steam coming off the unit when it's melting the ice, that is normal as well. But right. Yeah. Just have to reassure them the unit's okay and everything's it's not all right. On fire. Yes. Yeah. It's true. <laughs> I mean, a noise and steam don't go uh, well normally, but they do in a heat pump. Yeah. Now, um, that's all I'm going to talk about heat pumps. Yep. I am going to talk about uh, quickly just something that happened this past week. And it was on a cold, cold winter day when I. When we sent uh, when we sent some guys up on a roof, yeah, <laughs> they weren't right? too happy. They were not happy. Uh, they were in so. Keep in mind that uh, one of the ways to improve air quality in your home, we use uh, not only do we use filtration and ventilation, but we use purification. And purification means ultraviolet or UV. So. Mm-hmm. We have UV sterilization that we use over air conditioner coils uh, because it keeps the coils clean, doesn't allow any bacteria or virus buildup on them, and just really improves the air you breathe inside your home. Yep. Right? Yep. So what people don't understand is when you see those great big rooftops sitting on a room uh, on a roof which are heating and cooling a building, mm-hmm. we have that same technology for commercial as well. We do. And, uh, you know, a lot of people just think about their home. But they're right. not thinking about where they spend the majority of their time. Uh, or which is, in their, which their time. is in their workplace. So in their workplace. we have a, a very good customer of ours who's, who wanted improved uh, indoor air quality for his personnel inside of his business. Mm-hmm. And so we were there. Uh, we we looked, at the, looked at the unit and we sized up better, better filters for it. So yep. we're filtering more out of the air. Uh, and then we also looked at ultraviolet sterilization. Yep. So keep in mind that 
the ball we're putting into your furnace is probably about 12 inches long, right? Mm-hmm. And the ones that we just installed in this rooftop unit were four feet long. They were a big bulb. Yes. And there's two of them. And so I, I love the picture because uh, Dancing Queen Brandon was, uh, we actually had a picture of him. He was actually inside the unit. All you could see were his boots and he was inside the unit, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, it's a little tricky. Uh, right. Not the most ideal place to uh, to work. To, to put but, them, uh, yeah. But well, I mean, it's 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 a hard place to install, mm-hmm. and they have to give they have to be they have to give the coil exposure in order for them to work properly. So, yeah. Um, so I I I applaud the guys. I mean, it was not a great day to be on a roof. No, it was a little cool. Uh, with the wind chill and, um, it just, yeah, it was not a great day. So I, I applaud their perseverance for, for braving the weather and, um, and getting up there and doing that. Tell you what, Steve, I think that's why Brandon was in there for so long. He just, it was warmer inside. Well, the unit. <laughs> he said, hey, Craig, you stand out there and, uh, yeah, you freeze. I'll work. You hand me, hand me the, hand me the widget. Yeah. <laughs> hand me. <laughs> That could, I've never thought about that. Yeah, that could well, very well be. Yeah. I think Brandon's smarter than he looks. Yeah, yeah, there he is. All you can see is his boots. <laughs> so if he gets stuck, pull me out, right? Yeah. Yeah, interesting. So anyways, just to keep that in mind, if you're, um, if you've, if you're a place of business, if you're trying to improve the air quality there, we do that as well. We just come out, we'll do an assessment, and we'll look at the uh, what's what equipment is supplying the heating and cooling in your building, and we can tell you what we can do to improve air quality, right? Of course, yep. All right. Um, so remember, Briar's on. It's a big Canadian Men's Curling Championship. So you're going to see some household names there that you've seen on TV. If you ever watch curling, like Brad Gushu or Mike McEwen or Reed Carruthers or uh, Kevin Cooey, all the all the big names are in London, and um, we're we're hoping that we all give them a, a good London welcome and make their make their experience here well because they're going to be with us for about ten days. So that's great. Easy to go up to the uh, up to the box office and get a get a ticket just to see a game. Um, very cost effective. The tickets aren't expensive. And then after the game, you can actually hook a ride on the bus, take your rate to RBC Place to go to the patch, is what we call the bar, and uh, where we've got some live entertainment and uh, just a whole bunch of people um, having fun. It's right. good. Yeah, it's good to get out, especially, you know, post-COVID. Everybody's been in their homes. It's it's good to get out and do something fun, Steve. Yeah, it really is because we've been we've been tucked away way too long. Yeah. Weather is getting better. Uh, air conditioner maintenance should be on your radar, and you need to be calling us at 226-499-3752. Get those booked because we don't want to push you too far back. We want to make sure that you get your equipment looked after. So please keep that in mind. Beat the rush. Have beat it checked. the rush. Have, yeah. have it checked. Beat the rush. Yeah. We need that. that happen. Anyways, Josh, always a pleasure having you across the table from me. Thank you, Steve. Uh, we may only have a few more of these opportunities before Peter comes back and hogs the mic. Well, right. Yep. <laughs> Peter does have the uh, the radio voice. So What radio voice? Not I have to That was a good intro. Is it, is it him? Well, maybe it's him. Well, Who knows? Yep. I don't know. Anyways, when we're not on the radio, you can reach us at 226-499-3752 or always online at peterinch.ca. To listen to this show or any one of our shows, go to peterinch.ca and hit the podcast button at the top of the homepage. And as we say at the shop, life is hard, buy the yard, buy from Inch, life's a cinch, and we'll see you next week. <laughs>